Are you ready? Let's do it. Is this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Yeah, okay. You got What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Amp Radio. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. We've got a big one tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We got a whoa, that sounded terrible. We've got a big card to talk about tonight, ladies That's and gentlemen. I'm done with the big one. <laughs> I know. We're here to do smack my picks up. Hashtag smack my picks up for UFC two. For UFC two thirty five, Jones versus Smith, which will be held March second, two thousand nineteen, at the T Mobile Arena in. Paradise, Nevada. That's what I'm talking about. Of course, we are coming at you live and direct still in, in February, the 28th of February to be exact, ladies and gentlemen. So, hey, happy leap year to every one of you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, as I mentioned, we have a big card tonight. So I'm going to, I think that what we're going to do is we're going to try and focus tonight on UFC 235. We're going to do the main event, the co-main event. We're also going to cover... Uh, the other welterweight fight on this particular card, Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren, because it is indeed Ben Askren's first fight in the UFC. So we're going to see what happens there, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, as always, my name is Proteus. I will be here all night. And of course, I am lucky enough to be joined by the usual cast of characters this evening. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring her in. The first lady of AMP Radio coming at us live, deep from North Carolina. If you don't love her, and you don't know her, you will, because she's the life of the party. Pam from North Carolina. Hey. Hey, um, up, Pam? first and foremost, bow down to your queen. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. I'm going to, you, you, hey. you had a great week last week, Pam. I can't. Thank I, you very you much. A, thank you, thank you, thank you. An, an excellent thank week you. last week. <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, did I not um, send you? Did I you did, you, you did, but I just, well, of course I want to gloat. I want to gloat. So let Go me, I'd like to thank my fans. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you guys, real quick, um, not to bring everybody on a downer, but um, today would have been my uncle's birthday. He would have been 85 years old today. So happy birthday, well, uncle. Cheers to uh, Pam's uncle. Um, and if you don't know, uh, we won't get into it, but, uh, you know, Sam yep. lost her, her uncle. Six, yeah, six weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Six weeks ago. So, oh. um, but you Cheers. know, it's a beautiful day. I am planning on um, cooking up a feast this weekend. And the funny thing is, I'll tell you a little quick story. Um, I have my, my sister used to date this guy that we really liked a lot. He was so cool. It's so okay, much Pam. fun. But, Just so you know, this is your one story. But, for the show. Yeah, just real quick. we got to get into it. So he actually might be coming to watch the fights with me this weekend. Oh, they, cool. they broke up, but we still stayed friends. All right. That's good. Yeah. And what's so on the menu? Anything good? Oh, uh, uh, chile con carne, beans, rice, fresh tortillas. And I'm thinking about making a tres leches cake. Weezy. Wonderful. Sounds excellent. <laughs> Sounds excellent to me. I have no idea what you said, but thank you very yeah. much, Pam. Well, it's it's tofu. Right. How about that? I I don't eat tofu either because it's not very good. 
All right, so let's go ahead and bring in the boss man himself, the original B-Boy. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It's Tony Tan. Proteus, Cam, Marco, you'll be happy to hear this. I didn't know I was high until Proteus told me, but I've been taking coding cough syrup, not because I want to be a rapper, but because I have walking pneumonia again. So I might be high, you guys. Not joking. Hey, I'm drinking wine, so I might be drunk. Hey. Like I said to him, it's not going to be a problem. I'm sure it's going to be just fine. Hey, Tony, did I drop my joke about uh, last week's fight card or not? Do you remember no, me you dropping need to that? No, do it. Okay. Well, it was all fair. So we have to drop it now. Pam? I'm listening. You know what happened last week? Yanni from the block got blocked up big time. Oh, I saw that. Oh. <laughs> I think everybody saw that. What a mistake that was. Thank you, DJ Tony. Jokes will be flowing all night long, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's go ahead and throw to the star of the show. <clears throat> Deep from the heart of Texas. Marco from Waco, brother. Marco from Waco, you are a drug addict. You are addict. Hey, hey, We're going to make an intervention hey. right now. How dare you? Uh, Pam, you won last week. Damn it. Damn it. You won. Uh, Brody, I'm cool with you. You can edit. But let's talk okay. some MMA. Let's talk some MMA. All right. Let's talk some MMA. Let's I, get into I, it, ladies I, I, I and gentlemen. I just put my money to it. All right. Hey, listen. Just just so we're clear, Pam got all of her picks right. Exactly every single one were completely correct. Damn. So, yeah, we need to bow down to Pam on that one. Clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's brujeria okay. for you. <laughs> we're playing moments in love because... It, because it'll never happen again that Pam gets all the picks right. Oh, whatever. Hush oh, up. Okay. I was wondering what that was. Take some more cough medicine. Hush up. Exactly. Like we said, Tony is going to be, uh, you know, having a good time tonight. To the light heavyweight division we go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. John Jones has his next opponent. Mr. John Bones Jones, 23-1-0. And, oh, and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we know, that one shouldn't even be there. Against our boy, friend of the show, number three, Anthony Lionheart Smith, fighting also out of the United States of America, 31-13-0. And, oh. and if you guys remember, we've talked to Lionheart on the show a number of times, so you know that record is... Not even close to what he was actually doing. So, let me go ahead and give you the updated odds if I can real quickly. And, of course, here we go. Anthony Smith is at a plus 550. And John Jones coming back at us. Well, not really coming back at us. But he's at a minus 800. 
Marco, uh, let's throw to you. What you got going on here in the main event of USC 235? So, to, to, to start, the picograms are back, baby! Another they never player. left. Yeah, they never left, really. Another mm-hmm. player on February 14 and 15, uh, the, the M3 metabolite showed up again. To be fair, this guy has been tested three times a week, every week, and all the tests before and after are coming at clean. So this thing, this pulsating thing seems to be a real thing, dude. Because right, like, right around the peak of his fight camp, uh, this thing flares up. If it happened the last time, it's happened this time. So for all these people that say, oh, he's microdosing this and that, this guy has been tested three times a week. There is no way in hell there is no M1 or M2 metabolite, the short and medium metabolites, if he was microdosing or anything. This shit is weird. I know. The fight is still happening. They're not moving into L.A. And uh, Nevada is cool with it. So, you know, for whatever it is worth, you know, the, the California was cool with it. Nevada is cool with it. The labs are cool with it. We're going to have a fight. Now, that out of the way, freaking uh, John Jones was in state. I remember my rule that whoever <laughs> freaking pick against Lionheart, I will freaking veto it. I can do that this time. And I love Lionheart. I'm going to be rooting for Lionheart. Ouch! I, I, my heart oh, is going to Lionheart, but my brain tells me the, the reality that he's facing the best fighter we've ever seen in ever, right. you know? Right. And uh, I, I'll be the happiest man in the planet if Lionheart pulls it off, but I don't see a, a, a round for him to win it. I mean... What what is he gonna do? I'll I'll i dog the, uh, a fighter like John Jones. We know he got a dog on the fight. Gustafsson, uh, John Jones won. He can get into a freaking dog fight. Is he gonna uh, uh, out strike him? He has placed the best strikers. I'll wrestle, but okay, can no, he's not a better wrestler than Daniel Cormier. Uh, I'll jujitsu him. I mean, Damian Maya got him on a straight armbar. Almost broke his arm yep. off, and he freaking. He's not gonna. Peter Belfort you know? as well. Yeah. Vito Defoe is a, a, a third-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. So, exactly. Uh, no, uh, the, the, the Matt Serra situation with the punch from heaven, you know, hit John Jones and somehow he gets knocked out. Mind you, he has never even been knocked down, ever. Uh, damn, maybe Lionheart got a chance. But no, it's not going to happen, man. I mean, uh, John Jones is a ranger fighter, the better technician, the better grappler, the better striker. Uh, the, the, he's the best, the, one of the best fighters ever. And uh, I, 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 my heart is going to ache for Anthony Smith. He's going to get a TKO on the third round. <coughs> you know, maybe uh, John Jones is going to get a, a, a pin him against the cage, elbow, elbow, double leg, put him in the ground and elbow him to death. So give me John Joe third round TKO as much as it hurts me to say. Yeah, and listen, no one is happier than I am that Anthony Smith is in this position and that we're seeing him on the Embedded. We're hearing him on all kinds of uh, radio programs. Sports Center today? Sports Center today? See, like nothing makes me happier than seeing the guy who was doing Amp Radio just a year ago, and now he's doing Sports Center. That that. that really makes my heart happy. You know what I mean? Because we were behind uh, him the whole time. And he's getting paid for this fight. Because for exactly. Fight, eh, eh, yeah. So everything is good for Anthony Smith. I, I, right. I 
I feel you, and I, I, I'm rooting for the Derek. But I'm, I'm All right, Pam. on my pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no worries, no worries, Pam. Uh, go ahead and give us mm-hmm. your pick, please, and give us the breakdown. All right. Well, I predict that uh, Marcos is going to get diarrhea because I'm cursing him. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Oh no. Okay, so. You know, everybody gets on this. John Jones is the best hey, in wait, the world. Hey, wait, 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 Slow down, Pam. Pam, okay. Pam, mm-hmm. slow down. Does mm-hmm. Marco okay. get his own voodoo doll for that diarrhea? Oh, yes. 100%. I'm going to get to I'm going to get to two nights. I actually brought back these special pins from New Orleans uh, for that. But anyway, okay. Marco, you're in trouble, You've brother. You've got, um, um, you know, John Jones, wrestling guy, Joe Gaido Jitsu, uh, BJJ, black belt, and fuck up. Um, he does have an eight inch, eight, an eight inch reach advantage. Okay, so keep in mind, okay, Marco, you know, said all the, the about him, the greatest, blah, 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 blah. Um, keep in mind, he hasn't gone um, five rounds since 2016 with uh, OSP, April of 2016. His last four wins before UFC 232, where Gustafsson looked like he, you know, didn't hit the gym for a year, um, were all decisions. Decision, you know, four, four decisions. He KO was Chelsonen, who was coming off of a loss to Silva in 2013. And then after that, his only submission or submission was um, Vitor Belfort in 2012. Okay? So put that in your pipe and smoke it. With that being said, uh, my, my concerns are with um, Anthony Smith. He does uh, BJJ um, car, uh, KO power. Cardio, I'm concerned about his cardio because he's never gone five rounds. Although um, what the, the pros for him is he has won eight in his last fight, six of those by a TKO or KO. Dude has 17 KOs, 11 subs, two decisions, one other. And I am going out on a limb, you know, maybe not even a limb, but I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm grabbing my big old balls and I'm picking him with the first round TKO. That is a leap of faith I ever seen one. You're, it's not a leap of faith. You're just Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> you are jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. Good for you. That's right. That's right. Pam, could you just hey, give go, us go your pick? Go big or go home, right? Pam, could you just read out your pick uh, so that I can write it down, please? Oh, um, Smith with the first round TKO. Thank you. And I'm even going to have Ramundo place some money on it. I know I know you wow. dropped to the ground, that's why you couldn't write it down right away. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Well, listen, what did he say? Uh, exactly. Mumble, mumble. I, say, all right, I so, know that your Joe dropped all the way to the ground when you heard that pick. That's why you couldn't write it down right away. I know, right? But hey. I'm glad you said it again, Marco. I think everybody I think everybody got it. The first. Someone's <laughs> got to have werewolves, right? Because y'all aren't having them tonight. Okay, listen. DJ Tony, I mean, there is a good chance that Anthony Smith catches John Jones with some big power. But if we take... Sun don't shine forever. If we, if we take into account that... Uh, sorry, that's my cat again going off. 
if we take into account that John Jones does have that extra reach advantage, and of course we saw what he did against Alexander Gustafson, who of course is the tallest guy in that division, ladies and gentlemen. You remember that when they when they pushed the first fight between the two of John Jones and Alexander mm-hmm. Gustafson? Yeah. Anyways, I digress. DJ Tony, what you got going on here in the main event of UFC 235? That's right, Proteus. But as I was laying in bed with the flu, and I was literally drinking my coating with a straw, I was watching <laughs> Rocky. Rocky 1, oh, Rocky 2, Rocky. Rocky 3, Rocky 4, and Rocky... No, and anything after that sucks, uh, except for Rocky Balboa. I will say this, though, guys, and you guys are going to think it's the coding talking here, and it maybe is. The greatest fighter, without a doubt, right now is John Jones, period, and a story. John Jones will be a champ for many, many years to come in probably multiple weight classes. But not on Saturday night. I cannot do it, guys. The Anthony Reinhardt Smith (laughs) will be the the light heavyweight champ. And he will beat John Jones. I kid you not, guys. It's just written in stone. And, and if it's not, Marco will say, if, if it's not, rather, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. It's the coding talking here. But I'm giving it to oh Anthony Linehart Smith. Se- second round. Thank you. TKO. Okay. You rem- remember the Eddie Murphy role when he was doing that beat about the white guy that just saw the movie Rocky? Yeah. And uh, he comes out thinking that he can beat everybody. Hey, Rocky! Rocky! Yeah. And then he wants to beat the big black guy. That is exactly what you're suffering out there. DJ Tony, oh, okay. what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, Rocky! All right, so let's sort of Sorry, I was coughing so... I, I was laughing so much that, that I was coughing up a lung. Not coughing. joking. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, okay, Proteus, what you got here in the main event of UFC 235? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I agree with a lot of the things that my co-hosts have said. Okay, so Pam, let's throw back to the OSP mm-hmm. fight, okay? okay. Uh, the OSP fight was a, an anomaly, I think, in John Jones's career. Um, well, he was going uh, undergoing, um, you know, uh, I, what they want to tell us is a, you know, a heavy weightlifting. Uh, regiment, and that's why John Jones looked the way he did. And of course, that was his first fight back. And let's re- let's remember that John Jones did break OSP's arm fairly early in that fight as well. Um, so, I mean, he there's some explanation. Excuse me. Came up on body slamming in the middle of the cage too. Right. Yeah, okay. Put, so, like, I mean, it could be up on body slamming. But he didn't finish him. Couldn't finish him. It, Okay, okay, okay. So okay. what? Hey, the guy. It's my turn. Y'all talked. My turn. We got to move this show along, okay, guys? Because we got a lot of fights to talk about, and we're 20 minutes in. I appreciate the banter. Um, so, it was the first fight back. He was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. And we're go- we're right now we're going up against Anthony Smith. Everybody in this show loves Anthony Smith. I, I mean... I, I'm I'm 100% for Anthony Smith, but if he does do what Pam and Tony say, he's going to have to fight John Jones again, Marco. He's going to have to fight him again. 
There is absolutely no way the UFC in its, in its form right now, being run by the Empire, does not run this one back. John Jones is, sells more pay-per-views and, uh, than Anthony Lionheart Smith does. And, and we, he's not going to fight the Hammer next, right? They're not going to go Anthony Smith versus the Hammer next, you know, Mr. Uh, Santos. That's not, gonna, that's not what's going to happen. This fight is going to happen twice. And I talked to uh, Mr. Morgan about this on Monday, and he agrees. It's going to be a tall test. And I, I'm, this is not a quote. I did not get his permission to say this, so I, I will stop saying that. I apologize, Mr. Morgan. However, I think it's going to be a tall task for Anthony Smith. I'm so happy for him, guys. I'm so happy that he is in this position, that he is getting the money to support his family. Uh, Look, we've talked to Anthony Smith a number of times on this show. And, again, if you have not heard those, please go back in the archives and, and listen to Anthony I mean, it was only like a year, maybe a year and a half ago, but you could tell that he was, he was destined to be here. And he's, everything that I've seen of Anthony coming out, he's handled himself well in the media. He loved this stuff. He's, he, I mean, we saw him on The Embedded. He's, he's finally saw the ocean. He finally saw uh, the Statue of Liberty. I mean, you've got to love like this guy. The media coming out from the Empire is pushing him really well. I enjoy it. So, having said all that, I think it's going to be a very, very hard test for Anthony Smith to be able to contend with what John Jones has. And you guys have have said, you know, Anthony Smith could catch him. He could get him TKO in the first, like Pam said. He could get him in a TKO in the second, like Tony said. But I think John Jones showing us what he did against Alexander Gustafson, unless he gets caught, ladies and gentlemen, but he got hit very, very hard by DC in both of their fights. But that's, but Anthony Smith is not DC. I think that John Jones takes this one down. I don't think ladies and gentlemen, that it goes all five rounds. And if it does, Anthony Smith is in trouble. We have seen Anthony in the past. And I've, I've said this about him before guys that, you know, he needed to go, to another camp and get some more experience and, and, and get some hard training in. And maybe his conditioning will come in uh, into this fight. I think John Jones is going to be able to keep Anthony Smith away from him like he has been able to keep everyone away from him, use his distance, use that oblique kick, especially on a, if, if Anthony Smith comes in hard and he's trying to Rush John Jones, he's, he's going to get that knee kicked, uh, and it's not going to feel nice for him. So I'm going to take Jones, and I'm going to take Jones. Uh, TKO, uh, I'm not going to go with you, Marco. I'm going to go in the fourth into the championship rounds, but I don't think that's actually going to happen. So, But that's what, that's what pick I'm going to go with. Shut up! Thank you, DJ Tony. All right, cue that music. To the welterweight division mm-hmm. we go, DJ Tony. In the co-main event, we have Pam's favorite fighter, Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley. 19-3-1, fighting out of the United States of America against number two. And if anybody saw Kobe Covington's uh, appearance at the open weigh-ins today, number two. Here, the Nigerian nightmare Usman, fighting, of course, out of Nigeria, 13-1-0. Oh. 
Pamela, I'm going to give you the odds real yep, quickly. Okay. Tyron Woodley is the favorite in the minus 150, but Kamaru Usman coming back at us at a plus 130. Penny! What you got right. in the co-main event of UFC 235? Okay, um, Tyron Woodley and Kamaru Usman. Why do they keep calling him Marty? I don't know. Am I missing something? Oh, anyway, anyway, okay. Okay. Um, you know, Tyron Woodley, boxing, wrestling, uh, black belt in jujitsu. He's on a six-win six-win streak. Um, versus Kamaru Usman. Seven of his last ten fights are by decision. Yawn. I mean, seriously, this guy is good for my insomnia. Um, he, he's a wrestler. Um, he, he has six KOs, but <laughs> all right, let me. Man, it's just I feel smear. I just can't, man. You know, I, I'm looking at his fight resume. Who has he fought? The, he fought R R D A and Damian Maya. Emil Meek was just you know eye candy. But um, I, I'm picking uh, Taryn Woodley third round TKO, which sets up a fight with Colby. Okay, sorry, third round. KO TKO. Yeah. Okay, so let's just put you down as KO because that's probably okay. more. Uh, that's po- probably more <clears throat> what's going to happen. Okay, DJ Tony, let's throw to you. Coleman event, UFC 235, Woodley versus Usman. You know what, guys? Do you guys remember that brat in the movie A League of Their Own? Did you guys ever watch that movie where there's that little kid Which, that's just being bratty? Yeah, little kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that reminds me of, of Colby Covington just trying to get in Kamaru Usman's uh, timeline. Come on. This guy... Honestly, this guy needs to grow up. Listen, Tyron Woodley, I know that Marco can't stand him. I know that. I know a lot of people can't stand him. I might be the only one that's a big Tyron Woodley fan. But the guy's smart. The guy can fight. The guy has beaten everyone under the sun. And if I wasn't on coding, I would have chosen John Jones, too, on this one. But Tyron Woodley... It's almost impossible for him to to, to lose against Kamara Usman. I know anything's possible. We've seen it before, right? Tyron Woodley Not wrestled with McDonald's. Ben Askren. Exactly, right? And Well, McDonald's a, a killer. Tyron Woodley wrestles with Ben Askren all the time, guys. And Ben Askren yeah. and Kamara Usman are effectively the same fighter, only one's younger and one has curly hair. But um, say that because my mother <laughs> was. I find it really difficult to to believe that Kamara Usman can beat a healthy Tyron Woodley. So I'm choosing Tyron Woodley, who's been happy this week. uh, I I think he's going to knock him out. So I'm going to say Tyron Woodley, fourth round, TKO. All right. right. And I think you guys bring up good points, both of you. I think, you know, Woodley does train a lot with Askren. He's his main uh, wrestling coach. and, uh, yeah, uh, like Marco, Marco says, there's levels to this shit. And I think Askren's wrestling is is probably obviously better than Usman. You know, I mean, only one guy's been to the uh, Olympics. And <clears throat> anyways, let's not get into that. Tyron Woodley has to be engaged with Usman because, I mean, Usman is, is also – a, a very talented wrestler, okay? And and they both like to throw down. And I think that uh, you guys are right that this this could be a, a, a big win for Tyron. He could 
knock Usman out. And like Kobe Covington said at the uh, open workouts, yeah. Joey getting knocked out. And listen, I think that I'm not a huge Kobe Covington fan like Pam is, but I think that what Kobe Covington did to to get his face on this particular program, on all the news feeds, was something he needed to do. I didn't have a problem with this. The UFC is trying to bury this guy. The UFC gave him a belt. And I went off on this in a previous show, so I'm going to try and restrain myself, DJ Tony. But Colby Covington should have been next, okay? He has a belt. Usman does not have a belt. They gave Covington, Covington a belt. And then they said, hey, Covington, F you because you want too much from you having the belt. They took him to the White House. Right. Okay. So let's get out of the politics and get to the fight. I, I'm going to pick Usman. I, I'm going to pick him because I don't like Woodley. I just don't. I do not like. You guys know I don't like Woodley. I mean, he, it's, look. We've said this before, and I'm not, as a white person, going to say that it's because of his skin color. They're both black, okay? I just don't like the way uh, Tyron carries himself. I did not like the fact that he asked for big money fights as soon as he won the belt. This fight right here is going to be, and DJ Tony, I know that you're going to say he's defended his belt. Very, very frequently. And I agree with you. There's no doubt about that. Tyron Woodley has been a great champion. He has knocked down everybody that we have put in front of him. And I hope that Kamar Usman um, you know, provides a bit more of a fight for Tyron Woodley. I hope that there's a challenge here. And if there's not, I'll you know, accept that fact that Tyron you know, come out with a, a good knockout. I think this fight's going to be more interesting than we think it is. And I think that uh, Usman's going to be able to go into the championship rounds. And uh, I'm going to take Usman by uh, decision. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Anybody want to laugh at that? No? Of course not. I'm not going to take that. It's not going to be a decision. There's no way he outworks Woodley. I'm going to take Usman by some kind of third-round TKO. Exactly. All right, Mark. Well, let's throw to you. What do you got in the McComian event of UFC 235? Okay, so I'm going to start with boo, Tyron Goodley, boo, because, you know, four years ago, everybody yeah. know I got a, a freaking, with a shadow match with freaking Tyron Goodley on Sirius XM right before the Robbie Lawler fight, and then he proved me wrong. And then I pick against him against uh, Wonderboy, and he proved me wrong. And I did it again. On the second fight, and he proved me wrong. Uh, he's been proving me wrong for the last four freaking years, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, Kamaru Usman is, is really good. And uh, I, I think the guy is going to be a, a player on the division for a long time. But it pains me to say, but I think Tyron Goodley, as much as I don't like the dude, I got to give respect what respect is. The guy can fight, and he's a very smart fighter. He's so smart that he will make a fight boring to win. And I, I think that is gonna, what's going to happen here. A lot of people are expecting a, this pressure fight, but because, you know, the wrestling basically is going to nullify itself, 
Kamaru Usman is not the level of a striker that Goodley is. He's going to be deadly afraid of, of trying to uh, go punch for punch with Goodley because we know if Goodley touches you, you go to freaking sleep or he will floor you. He got power on the hands. He had dropped every single co- uh, guy that had put in front of him at one point or another. You know, everybody, even even on the boarding fights, he, he floored still Wonderful Thompson and he floored Daniel Maya too. So, this is going to be paralysis by analysis fight, and Gould is going to win on points in what I am afraid is going to be a super boring fight. So I'm going to yeah. give Gould a 48-47 win. I'm going to give two rounds to Usman because he's going to, uh, at some points, outwork Goodly, but it's going to be very late with him trying to catch up. So 48-47 in a boo, Woodley boo, yeah. unanimous decision for Tyron Goodley. Yeah, I had had that thought as well, Marco. I think this fight could actually could 100% be a, a snooze fest. You know, both guys just trying to respect one another. And I, I, I respect that pick 100%. Um, I also have to say, if we look back to last week and Pam's pick of, of Yan, and Yan was able to deliver uh, that uppercut right where he needed it to be. So, I mean, I mean that maybe that's a weapon for one of these two guys. So, all right, guys, let's go ahead. <clears throat> DJ Tony, if you want to cue the music again, moving again to the welterweight division. Thank you, DJ Tony. Right on the ball. Love it. Robbly. Robbly? Robbie. Ruthless Lawler, number six. Again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Ben Askren, who is entering into the UFC after having an 18-0-0 with one no-contest record in Bellator and one FC. Uh, but this particular fight is very interesting. I guess it's me that's going to start this one off, so here we go. I think this is a very interesting fight, guys. This is a great fight for the UFC to have given Ben Askren in his first fight in the UFC. I think Robbie Lawler poses some kind of um, threats that Ben Askren has not seen in in his past uh, career in other organizations. And it's going to be very interesting to see if Robbie Lawler can <clears throat> get to Ben Askren and he can hit him, if he can stop the wrestling game. Because as Marco likes to say on this show, there are levels to this shit. And Ben Askren is a very, very good wrestler. As we have just mentioned in the previous fight, he is also training with Tyron Woodley. In fact, he is Tyron Woodley's wrestling coach. Now, he has to have picked up some kind of striking skill from the fact that he has to defend against Tyron Woodley. And if you look at the embedded, you know, uh, empire run state TV, uh, then you can see that these guys are used to training with each other. I mean, all we've seen all week is these two guys together. It's very sickening, but I think Ben Askren has a very good chance of taking Robbie Lawler down, who I think is the more talented MMA fighter. I think Robbie Lawler is a very good mixed martial artist. But I also have to have the caveat that, you know, Rory McDonald and him, you know, had a a, a very good stand-up fight. 
but I don't know if Ben Askren is going to be able to to take that kind of punishment, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to take Robbie Lawler just because it's Robbie Lawler, guys. And I I think Ben Askren gets another fight in the UFC if he loses to Robbie Lawler, if he gets knocked out by Robbie Lawler. I think Robbie Lawler is going to be able to stifle that wrestling game. Obviously, he's going to get taken down. I don't think that that's something that he he's going to get taken down. I just think he's going to be able to get back to his feet. And if he's not, you know what? I've been proven wrong before with people's wrestling game. So I'm going to take Robbie Lawler. I'm going to take him by second round KO. <clears throat> Marco, let's throw to you on this particular fight. What you got going on? So all the carriers that people keep been asking, and, uh, I mean, okay, whatever. He's not the best yeah. wrestler on the roster. The best wrestler on the roster is Joel Romero, a silver medalist on the Olympics. Gotcha. Because you know, yeah. Homeboy actually went to the Olympics, but he didn't do shit. He got his ass handed to him on the Olympics. Uh, Romero was a multiple-time world champion on the freaking wars, man. I mean, he, he freaking beat Daniel Corbin several times on the, on the, on the world circuit. So the best wrestler in the freaking roster is Joel Romero, and he was taken down by Derek Bronson, who is a D2 champion, three times on his fight. And when he fought Good against point. freaking, uh, when he fought against Bobby Knuckles, he took Bobby Knuckles and we couldn't hold him down. So everybody's talking about the, the rest. This is not a wrestling match. This is an MMA fight. Ruby Lawler have a 70% takedown different percentage, and he has faced the likes of Johnny Hendricks, but at the time, a former Division One, Division One champion himself, you know, was able to take him down, but he was able to get up. He fought him twice, and the first time, a fight that I was there, and Johnny Hendricks wrote the title, a lot of people saw Lawler won, and then on the rematch, he, he, he beat Johnny Hendricks. It's not like he hasn't faced wrestlers before, you know? We're going to know exactly how this fight is going to go in the first three minutes of the fight, because if freaking Ben Askins is not able to take Robbie Lawler down, he's going to get shoot at the rest of the fight. Uh, we... Tend to think that Robbie Lawler is going to knock you out, but he beats you by attrition. He puts a freaking beaten on you, and you get knocked out on the later rounds. This is a mm-hmm. three-rounder. I do not know how tough is Ben Askins. I kind of never seen his team tested. But there is this one fight in Bellator, I don't remember it against who, that he should have lost, and they gave him a split decision. And uh, right. that told me a lot. He is not the level of a striker Robbie Lawler is. And I'm riding with Robbie Lawler. I think Robbie Lawler is going to win this fight. But I don't yep. think he's going to knock Ben Askren out. I'm going to give him the, the decision on a 29-28 uh, unanimous decision for Robbie Lawler. It's going to be a good test. If, if Ben Askren from the run, good for him. But this is a different level. When he beat Diego Lima, I mean, uh, uh, Douglas Lima, I'm sorry, uh, on Bellator, uh, he, he, Lima wasn't the kind of fighter that he is today. And Caresco wasn't the kind of fighter that he is today. He got those guys very early on their careers, you know, before they did their runs. And uh, the, the opposition he faced in freaking uh, one, I don't count that. The one FC, those people are like, who the fuck are those guys? So exactly. The, the caliber of freaking fighters that like he fought on Bellator, like the, the names that he got, he got them really, really early in their careers. And the, the one fighter that still sick of my mind, I cannot remember the name of the dude, he almost lost. So this is a real Jay Heron. Uh, Jay Heron, thank you. Jay Heron, I'm going to forget that. Uh, arguably, Jay Heron won that fight, you know, arguably. But, you know, they gave it to Ben Askren. 
This is a real right. test. And we're going to find out in the first minute. So give me Robbie Lauder uh, at 29-29 uh, unanimous decision. And Jay Huron was a pretty good wrestler as well. So, Pammy, uh, mm-hmm. Marco brings up good points. You know, you know, uh, uh, as I said, you know, we we know that Ben Askren is good at wrestling, but we don't really know from his previous career in 1FC and, of course, in Bellator except for Jay Huron, whether or not he can take a punch. And Robbie Lawler bangs that leather. What you got going on here, Pammy? Well, um, also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but um, Ben Askren is also a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Sorry, Robbie Lawler. But, um, Keep in yeah, mind. I mean, um, I mean so is Robbie Lawler. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, but we know about Robbie Lawler. We really don't know a lot about Ben Askren. Um, I know that he's five ten. No kidding. Um, you know, uh, matchup wise, it did pretty well. Uh, one thirty six, one thirty four, uh, Lawler does have the three three inch reach advantage. But um, I, I'm picking Lawler, and I'm picking him by a TKO. I haven't decided what round it because. My, my um, reasoning for this is he needs a soul to replace the one that Rory took. Wow. So, ben Askren wow, is uh, – I think it's going to be a good fight. But uh, I'm, I'm going – I think the first round they're going to kind of like fill each other out, and uh, I'm going with a Robbie Lawler. I'm taking him by a second-round TKO. I was giving you the third, but okay, I'll give you second. All right. Uh, do you want oh, – okay, well – no, it's okay. It sounded like you were going towards the third round. Well, and I, I course, was going just, to, and, um, and then I remembered, no, this is just a three-rounder. I, I think it's going right. to, you know. Okay. But, uh, and, of course, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, just to give Pam uh, a little bit of a, a break here, we I did throw this fight in at the last minute because I thought we needed to cover it. So, DJ Tony, uh, let's throw to you because we're swiftly running out of time when we got to get to the spotlight part of the night. Tony, what you got going on here? Uh Robbie Lawler or Ben Askren, UFC 235? I'll just make it easy, you guys, because it, I, I think it it's a little bit of the unknown with, for both, right? Hobby Lawler hasn't been Hobby Lawler since they called him Rob Lawler. Um, and <laughs> it, listen, he's a strike force guy. He's actually, I still think he's a damn good fighter, guys. I doubt Ben Askren is going to kick his legs out of him and take away his power. I just don't think that's going to happen. I also don't think Cedric. Please calm down, Cedric. Um, I, I know. I also don't think, just got home. Let's get Darth Vader out of I here. Also, I also don't think that Ben Askren has faced that level of competition, guys. Like Marco said, he's I faced agree. some guys early in their career, Andre Koreshkov, et cetera. But I, I'll say this just like I'll say this with anyone that has a zero, guys. The zero has to go sooner or later. And it's not because you're not good. It's not. It's just no one has ever been undefeated except for John Jones. And even John Jones has an alleged loss. So I'm taking Robbie Lawler via some sort of finish TKO KO in uh, let's just say in in the in the first late in the first Hobby okay. Lawler over Ben Askren. I love that pick of Hobby Lawler. Everybody going with Hobby Lawler on that one. That's a clean sweep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, DJ Tony, if you have some music, let's throw to it to everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Fight of the Night. Sorry, Proteus, I, I was coughing up a lung here, That's but right. it'll, it'll come up in a matter of seconds. Just buy time for now. What was your pick right. for, what was the for uh, this fight? Uh, everyone went with Lawler, so it's a clean sweep for Lawler. Uh, yeah, but what, 
What was your method? DJ Tony, DJ Tony went with TKO in the first. Pam going with Lawler, also in TKO in the second. Marco going with Lawler. Decision. Proteus going with Lawler. Uh, TK or sorry, KO in the second. Let's go ahead and give the odds real quickly if you can. Robbie Lawler is the favorite two with a plus two forty, and Ben Askren the minus two eighty. Throwing to everyone's favorite segment of the show, ladies and gentlemen, spotlight fight of the night. And Tony, we're going to start with you. What is your spotlight fight of the night for UFC two thirty five? Listen. Unfortunately, we will not be listening to Careless Whisper tonight. Um, and, and this was a tough one, guys, because I'm looking at everybody's... I mean, this is a damn good card. I mean, I could li- literally easily go to, but we're running swiftly out of time. I got to go with Cody Garbrandt over Pedro Munoz because I don't know where Co- Cody Garbrandt's head is any longer. Um, I, he's not the same Cody Garbrandt he was before. The designer okay. clothing, and, uh, clothing and everything, two straight losses via TKO. I don't know where his head is. So, Cody Garbrandt versus Pedro Munoz. Munoz, I'm taking Cody Garbrandt with the uh, second-round TKO over Pedro Munoz. Really? You just told us he didn't know where his head was at. Yeah, well, that made no sense. Coding. Coding. Did you go second round TKO? You're a great manager, yes, Bajami. Okay. Thank you, Dana. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Dana. All right. So uh, my spotlight fight of the night, and I'm, I do believe, do you, Tony, the careless, careless whisper could be played on this particular show if you wanted to go with Torres or if you want to go to Manzi. I mean, we could get to that. My spotlight fight of the night, I apologize if this is somebody else's spotlight fight of the night, uh, is Stevens versus uh, the Av, Mega Meg Sherparov. This is going to be a good fight, man. Excuse me? Aviv, who the fuck is that yeah. guy? <laughs> oh, no, we know, we, know, we know who the fuck that guy is. We yeah, know who the fuck that guy is. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. We know who that guy is. Um, but against Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens, the little heathen, look, this is going to be a good test for uh, Sharapovov. I'm sorry, the off. I'm not trying to be insulting. But Jeremy Stevens is – Just say Zabit. Okay, Zabit. That's right. That's what everybody tries to say. Just call him Zabit. But Joe Rogan wants us to say his whole name, Marco. So, I, okay, I'll call him Zabit. Yes, right. Uh, uh, so Zabit is a very good fighter. He's very creative, and he's going to be throwing those long limbs at German, Jeremy Stevens. But Jeremy Stevens is, uh, you know, the gatekeeper. Let's call him that right now in this particular fight. I think I'm going to take Stevens. I'm going to take him by uh, second round KO. Proteus, I apologize. I have to jump in on this one. It is the coding talking. Zabit Magomed Sharipov. Way to go. Nice one. Nailed it. TJ, TJ, who's your mama? (laughs) Very good. I like it. Okay, so let's go ahead and throw to Marco. What you got going on here? Spotlight fight of the night, brother. I got it. You you pick more of you pick two of my fights, so I'm gonna go to the next best fight that is uh freaking uh the nightmare uh freaking uh Diego Sanchez Diego, Diego Sanchez versus freaking Mickey Gold. 
Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a, a fun fight, an actual fight. You know, Diego is crazy. He he likes to freaking throw those bungalows. Uh, on his own mind, he's still gonna be a champion, but it's not gonna happen. Um, and I, I, I like Mickey Gold. <laughs> Mickey Gold has some moxie. He he's his striking is getting up to par. He's really good on the ground. Uh, it's, it's old guard versus new lion. Uh, I'm picking Mickey Gold. You know, I say Mickey Gold is an upper comer, the guy that uh, got, like, you know, more more to gain. It's going to be an entertaining fight because we know uh, Diego Sanchez got hard for days. Uh, what nickname is he going by this, this day and age? I don't know. The, the Nightmare, the Dream, the People's Champion. Who, who the fuck cares? About giving Mickey Gold by second round summation, man. Rian, I get you. Okay. You ain't going to do nothing. And just so we know uh, that De- Diego Sanchez is still the nightmare, if you look at uh, the UFC embedded, uh, Cody Garbrandt's child does not enjoy Diego Sanchez. Just saying. All right, Pammy. Let's man. go ahead and throw to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Pammy, what's okay, your spotlight part so- of the night? All right, well, I picked the same one. I've got Cedric here because he was screaming. Oh, my God. Of course. Um, he needs some I've pancakes. I've got um, Diego Sanchez, Mickey Gall. Um, okay, go I ahead. I think it's going to be kind of fun. Um, Mickey Gall, I mean, what's his fight resume? Come on, he beat up poor baby Sage Northcutt. Come on. Um, Diego Sanchez, Come on. I don't know if Mickey Gall can handle his kind of crazy he doesn't know karate. He knows chingasas. Um, I've got Diego Sanchez with the decision on that one. Okay. Hi. All right. Hang on. Let me. Thank you, Cedric. Thank you, Cedric. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get out of here for this week. Um, that's our picks for this week. And, of course, uh, we keep rolling on next week because uh, there's another fight card next week. So, let's go ahead and cue that music, DJ Tony, and let's get out of here for this week. Pam, let's go ahead and throw right back to you with Cedric on your shoulder. You got a guilty pleasure for this week. Do you have a Twitter follow of the week? What you got, Pammy? You, oh my God, you guys. Guilty pleasure of the week is some Netflix show called Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. You need to watch that stuff and you're just going to be flabbergasted at the craziness of it. Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix. Oh, my God. All right, Pammy. Don't be Thank scared, you very much homie. Don't be scared, homie. Oh, my God. DJ Tony, let's throw it to you since you're high on the coding. What you got going on here? You got a guilty pleasure of the week? You got a Twitter follow of the week? What you got? You got it. Uh, you know, guys, let me turn down my Pink Floyd now for a little bit. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, I do want to say this that I, that I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, besides, of course, the fact that Brian Callen and Eddie Bravo were going at each other a little bit. You guys should see that clip if you haven't seen it. There is a huge difference, guys, between a black belt BJJ and a Gracie black belt. There's a big difference. So just because someone's a, a black belt in jiu-jitsu, sure, they can choke us out. doesn't mean that they can choke any just any professional out. Um, my Twitter follow of the week, guys. On the Joe Hogan Experience, one of my childhood, believe it or not, favorites, David Lee Roth. A gray-haired David Lee Roth was on uh, Joe Rogan. So shout out to David Lee Roth and Joe Rogan. So my Twitter for the week is at Joe Rogan. And my guilty pleasure, Proteus, if you'll allow me, is slow grappling. you got to watch Eddie Bravo's 
documentary on on there. It's called Building an Empire. There's several episodes. Eddie Bravo, guys, I don't know, something about him I I like. So uh, shout out to Eddie Bravo and shout out to David Lee Roth. And shout out to Flow Grappling for putting that documentary out. Um, Okay, so Cody says shower pick this week is going to be a little bit of a shift of gears. We've been very hard rock. Um, over the past couple of weeks, I'm going to shift gears and go to a song that I have uh, promoted in the past. It's uh, Let Let Them Come by Scrubius Pip, Sage Francis, and P.O.S. Um, this is a great song to wake up to, guys. Uh, and if you watch the video, um, yeah, the video is great because there are three women that are portrayed, both all of three of the rappers, and uh, anyways... Just go check it out. Search it on the Google machine or the the YouTube's. Uh, Let them come by Scrubius Pip, Sage Francis, and POS. Marco, like I said, we'll be back next week, of course, to cover everything that's happening next week. But you go ahead and get us out of here. You got a guilty pleasure of the week, or you got a Twitter follow? What you got, Marco? Get us out of here. So first of all, on Joe Rogan, yeah, he got Devil Rob, but then he got Alex Jones. You know, Alex Jones and. And Eddie Bravo can get together and, and share conspiracy theories together. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I had to take it a little bit at a time. I'll say that was my freaking guilty pleasure of the week. You just stuck up for me. Promise. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, the old Marvel um, franchise of the Netflix are going away. Bye-bye, Punisher. Bye-bye, Jessica Jones. Bye-bye, watching Infinity Wars on Netflix. Because, you know, Marvel is getting their own their own freaking streaming service. So that's why they're taking all of those uh, shows away. The Umbrella Corporation is a, a, a good replacement. If you like an X-Men type, R-rated, superhero style, uh, you know, show, the Umbrella Corporation is for you. That is it. <laughs> follow Tony at INDJ Tony. Follow Producer at Produce. Follow Pan at Pandora Box. Follow me at Maldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Write and review as Knucklehead. We're on Google Play, iTunes, and you name it. Write and review us, you know, give us a good rating. Uh, nothing to say about the fights today. It's an outstanding fight at UFC 235. Prelims on uh, the, uh, the early prelims are on Fight Pass, Knucklehead. On the pay-per-views, early prelims on Fight Pass. Then the, the prelims on ESPN or ESPN proper, and then you move to pay-per-view, you know, after the, the prelims on ESPN. So, enjoy the fights. Catch you guys next week. See you next week and enjoy the fights. Peace out. And just like that, life is a party. We are out of here. Hi, y'all. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> Shit, that's all you had to say.